All right, so James 1. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes in the dispersion, greetings, testing of your faith. Verse 2 says, Count it all joy, my brothers, when we meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. So what do you get from that? Okay. I feel like he's saying... I mean, I'm just going to start with verse 2 because like, I feel like verse 1, you just what? Start, like, you know, how you introduce yourself and say hello and stuff like that. So I'm just going to start with verse 2. I feel like verse 2, he's basically saying your faith determines your result mm -hmm. of whatever you're praying or asking for. Yes. That's just what I think he's saying. And I'm just going to keep it that simple and not make it confusing. Yeah, that's that's right. That's good. Um, yeah, he's saying basically your faith... How you're able to endure during a situation. Um, I mean, at first he wants to want us to be able to acknowledge that with him we're complete. Mm -hmm. And we find joy in that. Yeah. Any situation we enter, we should count it our joy because we know we're going to be able to defeat it. No matter what. We have victory before we even enter into our circumstances and any challenges. Um, I mean, not to get in anything personal or anything. I just feel like this this right here is meant to be mm -hmm. because I need this right now. Not like the Bible study, yeah. the faith thing. Oh yeah. So it's weird how you just came up to me and then changed the whole thing. First you said Roman, I'm like okay. Yeah. Then James, and then the word face popped. So that just like clicked in my it's head. A spirit. It's something that is sending to me because like I went to the altar today. I'm like, I don't know how to have faith. I don't know what that. I mean, I just believe I can believe and not believe it really in my heart. So for us to be talking about this, testing of faith, I mean, I find it weird because that's what I'm going through right now and I need to have it, especially with my tuition. I'm not getting into, into details, but you know what I mean. You don't have to get into details. Yeah. I'm going to give you a visual. All right. So let's say you're in a plane mm -hmm. and you're about to go skydiving. Yeah. God wants us to feel that he is our parachute. No matter how far of a distance, how um, difficult, how drop, yeah. yeah, drop. He wants us to be able to feel that no matter what, He's going to protect us in any situation. Yeah, to trust Him. Yeah. So, um, as far as your fate, meaning you're submitting your decision, you're submitting your um, your will to make decisions to Him, mm -hmm. um, letting Him know that I trust you with my life. I'm willing to submit wholeheartedly, you know. I will lose my life just to find my life. Yeah. Um, so, faith is basically a, a inward evidence of guaranteed, guaranteed works. Mm -hmm. Meaning, you believe him so much, they're going to take action. Yeah. Um, so, that's what basically faith is, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. Believing in him, believing in who he is, believing that he died on the cross and he rose from the dead, and that's believing in his power um, altogether. Um, you want to read verse 5? Okay. I'm not the best reader, so. Oh, no, it's okay. But if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives all, what is that, generously mm -hmm. and without 
reproach mm -hmm. and will be given to him. Mm -hmm. Do you want me to keep going? Yes, read from verse 5 to 8. 8? Okay. Mm -hmm. But he must act in faith without any doubting. For one who doubts is like the surf of the sea, driven, toasted by the wind. For that man out not except that he will receive any from the Lord, mm -hmm. being double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. So I can't. I, don't ask me what that means. Cause oh I, no, it's okay. I don't know. I don't know how to. I don't mean. I don't mean. I don't. Um, I get some of it, not all of it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So he's saying, if you lack any knowledge for any situation in your life, mm -hmm. any decision, any feeling, any concern, he's basically saying, ask him. Okay. And he's gonna give it to you. Generously, meaning he has no problem equipping his child to be able to be efficient in life because he wants you to feel protected. Mm -hmm. He wants um, you to be able to be equipped for any situation in life because he cares about you. Mm -hmm. But he doesn't want you to ask him in a way okay. where yeah. you're doubting him. Yeah, meaning, I know what you mean. And you're asking him for a selfish ambition, meaning it's not wholeheartedly to please him, but it's to please something that is of only for your own benefit. Okay. I just want to make sure I have this right. So I'll, this is my question. All right. So this is basically saying, ask him without saying it in a doubtful way as such. Let's say, should I get a job? Because I need to do this. I won't be able to do that. That's in a doubtful way, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Or saying, do you think I should get a job or not? But I could say that in my mind and not mean it with my heart. Yeah. With knowing that I'm testing just to see what he's gonna say. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's 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 what I'm saying. So that's my example of how. That's good. But he would know if I'm doing it with my mind and not meaning with my heart because he knows how I feel before I feel it. That's just that's just what the Bible says. He knows all your thoughts, all your mm -hmm. all your move you make before you make it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, I feel like, I could be like, should I get a job? Because if I don't get a job, I'm not going to be able to afford this. But that's not trusting him because he could do anything. Mm -hmm. I mean, if the, if the person, I mean, if he could make somebody see mm -hmm. what, what can't, he could give me money. That's, the how it is. Mm -hmm. But I'm saying what, you, know, you get what I'm saying? I'm yeah. saying what in my mind, but not believing in my heart. But he knows, he would know. But... Vice versa, I could really mean it as a question mm -hmm. and not know if I mean it with my heart. It's just a form of a question, you know what I mean? Yeah, this is the thing. It's like, we'll go to God and we can ask him in a sincere way, but we'll go to him and he'll, he'll tell us something. And he, he, he'll figure out, well, some people, they second guess him. So by him understanding that, they're going to second guess him, meaning he's going to provide them with something, but he may feel they're going to leave it and go try and to... Put their attention on to other decisions at that time into something else. So he's like, well, that's not being stable. That's not being serious. That's not yeah. approaching him with genuineness. Yeah, you know so if I, I give you that, this is what you're going to do. So mm -hmm. there's no point of me giving you that because I know what you're going to do with it. Yeah, you're going to be gotcha. irresponsible. You're gotcha. not going to be. So he knows before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and it also talks about, um, you know, like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. Mm -hmm. 
Um, meaning we're not stable in our lives. Meaning we're not stable in that decision. Meaning we didn't really think it out. We didn't really, we didn't really have um, all. Meaning we didn't like, man, God, like I really need this. Like God, like I really want you to solve this for me. Like I really, I want, I want to give this to you. I don't want to give this to the world. I want to give this to you. But when he says that tossed by the wind, meaning indecisiveness, mm -hmm. meaning you're easily moved. You can be easily moved by something else in your life and it may knock you totally off your course because you're not really stable yeah. into his love. You're not stable in trusting him. Um, you're not stable in, in submitting to him. Um, and the double-mindedness meaning you have, you're plotting. Mm -hmm. you, yeah, you're halfway there. Yeah. So you think it's going to work out, but at the same time, I have a backup plan if it doesn't work out. It's like a boiling pot. You're on fire for God, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're turning the temperature up. You're letting his Holy Spirit burn inside you because you're, you're allowing him to fill you up. Mm -hmm. Allow him to fill you with that fire. Mm -hmm. And you open yourself up, and then you turn the temperature down. And it's, you, you allow that flame, you allow that, that, that Holy Spirit to not be able to move to you mm -hmm. because you just decided to go lukewarm or you decided to turn into business now or you decided to lose that fire um, for God and he doesn't want us to be like that because that is very inconvenient. Mm -hmm. He wants to be able to give us assignments. He wants to be able to give us things that he can trust us with because mm -hmm. these are not only for us and for others. He may give you, give you a mission to go preach um, a sermon to somebody else and he wants to be able to understand and know mm -hmm. that you're going to deliver it with genuineness and you're going to stand on that. Yeah, but it has to go through us before it goes to the person. So he has to work through us first before it goes... Yeah, I get what you're saying. I never thought of it that way. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to leave. I'm going to read verse 9. Let the lowly brother boast in his exaltation and the rich in his humiliation. Because like a flower of the grass, he will pass away. For the sun rising with its scorching heat and withers the grass. Its flowers falls and its beauty perishes. So also would a rich man fade away in the midst of his pursuits. Wow, that's deep. So because being in a world full of um, riches can really have a, um, it can have an effect on your focus. See, um, like shoes, we love shoes or clothes. See, allowing those things to be our comfort, is that allowing her to be our comfort? It takes us, and I, I'm guilty of it too. I have, I'm guilty of it too. And I'm learning to get away from that too. I'm, 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 I can't be honest, I am guilty of that. As far as clothes, instead of me fulfilling the desire or emotion, to comfort myself with my material things, um, I should put that focus on him because people get lost in materials. Like, in it, don't get me wrong, materials are captivating. Mm -hmm. You know, they bring a significance to our physical bodies, of course, but that's only the physical. They really bring no significance spiritual. to our spiritual because they don't really they don't really transcend to a place where they can really comfort us. It's, it's like... The most expensive leather jacket could never warm a cold heart. It's, in, it's impossible. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, not, it's not realistic. This is just crazy because like, I feel like this is just like what I'm going through right now. Like, mm -hmm. wow, 
well, consider yourself on your way to victory and victorious because there's more victory to come. Um, but yeah, um, this is definitely the book to read. Um, we can probably finish this chapter when we do chapter two and let you meditate on that for the night. Um, that way you'll be able to process this information um, in a way where it'll be at a good pace. All right, so blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial. For when he has stood the test, he received the crown of life. No idea what that means. Steadfast means fixed in place, meaning you're obedient, meaning you are, um, you're patient. Mm -hmm. See, a flower has to stay in place under its growth, under its growth surface, because if, let's say a flower, we, we are flowers, mm -hmm. or let's say we are growing flowers, and we're alive, and we decide to step out of that soil, which is God's presence. Mm -hmm. If we're not patient enough to allow our roots to grow in the ground and leave, because we may feel like, man, too many rainy days, too mm -hmm. much rain, and too too much wind, it's too stormy, like it's just life is just too rough. I want to just get up and leave, not knowing we're walking away from God's presence. We walking away as a, a flower, mm -hmm. dying slowly Boy, in the world. The mm -hmm. But that, that's also. That's also good too. I feel like what you're saying is a moment of. Um, I mean, we every day we have lessons with God, and it makes us better, as, as makes us stronger. To you know, when we go through these trials, it makes us stronger. To, to know, you know what I mean. So when we, when we get there, it's easier, and it won't be like it is the first time. So I feel like you get to a certain point where like you're so close, and you're like you're really like probably like an inch. And you've had it, mm -hmm. and then you just give up. Like you walk away from so much. Just I know what you mean by it, but I mean like I've done that before, mm -hmm. and that's what I'm going through right now. Like, but like I say, I'm not gonna get to anything personal mm -hmm. because like you know God knows everything. So mm -hmm. and if we were to, to get to personal, we'd have been here all night. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm sure. Just there's a time and place for everything. Everything, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not one of those people that just sits and pour their hearts out to you. Mm -hmm. No, that's not me. I mean, if we, if we, something to talk about, obviously, you know, something that's meant to happen. So I feel you, like, you get really close to doing something and you're tired, like, mm -hmm. honestly tired. And you lose faith and just walk away when you're that close. So I feel you, I get that. Mm -hmm. All right, you can read verse, James, verse 13 to um, 15. Let no one say when he is tempted, I'm being, I'm being tempted by God, for God cannot tempt by evil. He himself does not tempt anyone, but each one is tempted when he carries away and incised by his own lust. You said 15, right? Yes. Then, when lust has convinced, it gives birth to sin. When sin is accomplished, it brings forth death. This is just crazy. Like, it's so simple. Like, all these things that I was going through the past, I could have just read this and be like, okay, I, I get my answer. And now I'm getting it now. Alright. I mean, I don't get it. I mean, I get it, but, like, I just want you so to So it's basically saying, like, God is not to blame for our circumstances. Mm -hmm. See, we have gratifications. You may have a friend who may hit you up and want to go out and outing. Mm -hmm. God didn't present that to you. 
Your friend presented it to you. The only way you attempt it is if you are enticed, meaning you are willing to give into that decision when you know it's not right. Mm -hmm. And God is telling you, well, you know that I, I've been wanting your attention, mm -hmm. um, but you allow the gratification to take you over by making a decision that's not only going to make harm you for future, you know, quote, um, but also, you know, put you in a situation where the sin in your life can, you know, it can kill you in a lot of ways, like your self-esteem. Because I noticed, like, when I used to go out a lot, um, I would spend a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And when we spend a lot of money, our stability becomes deprived. Mm -hmm. Because money has, money is not vital, but money is important. Mm -hmm. You know, money is not going to save our lives, but, but money... it's something you need. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. something you need, but it's, it's not vital. Mm -hmm. um, which vital and important is the same thing, but what I'm saying, like, money is not, like, it's not something that you need to be uh, fulfilled mm -hmm. or to be ventilated or to live. Um so with that being said, is like God's like I don't I'm not tempting you. I just want to help you. Mm -hmm. Like, don't blame me. Don't blame anybody for your situation because we understand that sometimes we just want to be comfortable. We want to feel love with that affection. We want to get from reality. But God's like, I'm telling you, everything that you search for is with me. I created love. Mm -hmm. I created affection. I created um, financial success. Mm -hmm. Everything is with me. He's like, I just want you to be able to come to me and not be tempted by your own desires because our decisions can contradict our personal life meaning our decisions can hurt us um and just to back up on that i just feel like this is i mean correct me if i'm wrong because i'm not sure from what i'm reading here is like when he says like you know i just have to find it was tempted i being Tempted by God, okay? I feel like that is true because God is love, like what you said. All he does is pour love and makes you a better person at the same time. And I feel like when we give in to those temptations, we're pushing ourselves away from God. And I feel like that's one of the, that's one of the biggest facts, you know what I mean? That's something that is very true because, you know, the more that you go out and do all these things, the more that... You know, you stop reading your Bible and stop going to church and all that kind of stuff. Those things don't become important anymore. You're just there. You're just a body, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You're just a body just to be there. Like, you know, mom's waking you up on Sunday morning, let's go to church. Oh, you're annoying. And you're coming Saturday from a party. And there's no point because I'm tired, you know what I mean? So you just become a body. There's no soul there, you know what I mean? Mm. So I feel like the more you do it, the more you push yourself away and thinking that, oh my gosh, I found the result, what makes me feel better. You're actually making it worse and when you get want to get back on track, it's harder because you lose those, you know, I don't know what's the right word to use, you lose the common sense for Christians that, oh, we should not do that. You lose that because you're so used to doing something. It's like if you're used to, you know, drinking every morning, you can't go without drinking every morning because you're used to doing it. So you lose those right senses of not knowing what's wrong from right. It's like you're a baby or 
not saved anymore. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that you can't be saved again. Like I, you the baptism and all that. All that's it good. Blinds you. You lose unrighteousness. Unrighteousness suppresses the truth. Yeah, that's 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 what that's what I just want. You said it perfectly. Um, you said that was good. That was great. Um, yeah, it's like the things we do mm -hmm. are the things that take us away from the things that we yeah, need. And when you're gonna come back, it's so hard because you don't have that. You don't know what to do because you push yourself away so bad. I've seen it so much. Wow, that was great. Okay, so, and then he says, um, verse 16, I'll read verse 16 and 18. Mm -hmm. Do not be deceived, my beloved brothers. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation, of shadow due to change. Of his own will he brought us forth by the word of truth, that we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. Okay, I don't understand I'm going to need help with this one. So, basically what he's saying right here is that he is intended, his intention is to strengthen us. Mm -hmm. Strengthen us always for the good. Um, he wants us to understand that he gives us good gifts and these are perfect gifts. Mm -hmm. Meaning, only things that are edifying magnifying our lives in ways that produce good fruits. Mm -hmm. And he wants us to understand that when we make wrong turns or we run into obstruction or limitation or barriers or depression, sadness, mm -hmm. that doesn't come from him. Yeah. He wants to give us gifts. He wants to give us rewards. He wants to give us things that strengthen us to get closer to him um, and to please him. I mean, I feel what you say, but it's not like that for everybody, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? And especially when you start working with God, it's it's great. You used to be feel fresh, and then when you get right in the middle of it, boom. Mm -hmm. It's like a switch. Everything starts going bad, you know what I mean? So, when you read this, everything starts going bad. It's, it's, it's hard for you to go through your hardships, and I'm just trying to read this and get the gist of it. It's hard to feel like, you know, you're going through things, so you can't even lift yourself up. Like, you know, I'm going through this. How am I going to, like, look a person in the face and be like, it's okay when, you know, I, it sounds selfish. It really does. Mm -hmm. But you have to think about it. Before you, like, before you help a person up, you got to be able to carry your own weight mm -hmm. so you can help that person up. Mm -hmm. So, like, I'm saying, you know, you have your own gifts and fruits and truth and word and exercise brought for words and truth, so that we be kind of fruiting creatures. That, I get it. I get what he's saying. But at the same time, when you're going through those hardships, you start thinking, oh my gosh, like, I'm losing. I don't know what to do anymore. And that's where, if you go back to what we were reading, that's where um, the first first scripture is a test in your faith. Mm -hmm. That's when that comes in. So, I mean, he's God. He knows everybody. Mm -hmm. But I feel like in that moment, not everybody thinks about it that way because you're you're stepping into something that you have no idea what's going on. Like, like Pastor Dan was saying this morning, you're not in control of anything. So it's hard to think positive when negatives happen. That's that's what I meant to say. You know what I mean? Mm. So it's really hard to think positive. You could be the most positive person in the world. It's gonna be alright, but you know, inside, deep inside, you're just not sh you're just showing it, but deep inside, you're dying. 
So I feel what he said. I'm not going mm-hmm. against what he's saying. I'm just saying as a reality wise. When you but, say that, when you say that about it's hard to be um, positive and negative, you're so right. And that's a trick to that. And he always saying that there's light in his fellowship when we're in darkness, mm-hmm. that we can find light when we worship him. Mm-hmm. So basically he's saying, um, you know, yeah, it's hard, but there are ways to 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 travel or find our way through the maze of mm-hmm. darkness mm-hmm. when we're in those, that negative tech, negative mindset, and it's to worship him, yeah, call yeah. on his name. Okay. So it's 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 challenging. Yeah, it's really really. Um, but the first thing we want to do is we want to pray to him because mm-hmm. everybody can pray yeah. no matter what situation and they can pray. Right, yeah. Everybody knows about prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing is. The approach to prayer, giving it to him, listening to him. Um, so, and um, also knowing that whatever situation, negative situation we're in, that he is the only answer. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to read verse 19. Um, it says, Notice, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear. He wants to be quick to hear, slow to speak. Slow to anger. For the anger of a man does not produce the righteousness of God. Therefore, pull away all filthiness and rampant wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your souls. Yes, we can become angry by things. We can become hurt by a lot of things. But the only thing that is going to save our souls is when we humble ourselves and we allow him to do his work in us and to be quick to hear, be quick and quick to listen to him other than listen to those negative thoughts saying that they hurt you, they did this and this to you, you should have never talked to this person, why do you keep doing the same things over and over again? But when we're quick to hear, we want to be quick to hear the negative thing. We want to be quick to hear his guidance. Slow to speak. Anger. Anger is sharp. Anger wants to strike. Anger wants to take action. Anger wants to express itself. Self, yeah. And then after you realize what you're saying, not mean it, yeah? But you understand. There's a, there's a, there's a twist when it comes to anger. Anger only lasts... Anger only lasts. Now, bitterness is a real thing. Bitterness comes over time. Mm-hmm. That's why anger over time is implanted in your heart, and that's just pure rage. But anger, and when we like, we want to be slow to speak because it could take us a few seconds to just not say something to keep some some things that we mm-hmm. we don't really mean to yeah. say. Um, so that's why you say be slow to speak, meaning just just give it time. Just let him come for you. In those times when you want to burst out things, because he's he's trying to save us, because we've been trying to say something to hurt somebody, and then they say something to hurt us, and then it just takes us both out of the mindset of letting God handle it, because we both do each other off. And also, um, for the man, for the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. The righteousness of God is love. The righteousness of God is fairness. The righteousness of God is protection. Meaning, by us being angry, it doesn't give us any good result. Yeah. 
So yeah, um, so I want you to read 22 to 25, and we're gonna um, we're gonna talk about a little bit chapter one. We're gonna stop on chapter one, but we're gonna finish the end of chapter one. I want you to read from verse um, 22 to 25 for now. Approve yourself, doors of the words, and not Melanie hears who. Oh, I can't pronounce that word. Oh, what is that? Deceive? Yeah. Deceive. No, no. Well, it's saying it's saying in the old-fashioned way. Oh, delude. Okay. The, basically, deceive, right? Okay. Yes. Delude themselves. For if anyone is to hear of the word and not door, he is a man who looks at his nature face in the mirror. For once he looks at himself and gone away. He has immediately forgot what kind of person he was. But one who looks entirely at his perfect law, the perfect law of liberty, and abides by it, not having to become forgetful here, but an effectual door, this man will be blessed in what he does. Okay. I mean, I don't get it yet, but I wanted to ask a question about the last one we read. Because I just saw it before we, we we get on that. Okay, so it says, and humbly, you were saying how to receive the word humbly or something like that? Mm, to be, uh, uh, to not allow ourselves to allow pride to want to handle our situations ourselves, but to be humble. Meaning so what does that mean? Be humble meaning to... I mean, I know how to be humble, but I just don't get how it's saying. It means yeah. like... Don't be proud to implement anger in a way where it's like, okay, I'm gonna get them back. Okay, so yeah, that's not I'm gonna say this back. and that. Yeah, that's right, it's like right, right, right. it's like you're being proud, you're being prideful to be angry. Yeah, okay. to and to want to hurt them. All right, okay, all right. Let's move on to the next one because I mean, I'm not gonna hold you. I I I didn't. I mean, I read it, but I don't get what it's saying. Um, it's basically saying like this. To not only hear the word, but act it out. By us acting it out, meaning he wants us to not only hear it, but he wants us to do it. Because when you're not acting out what Christ wants you to do, then not only do you, then yeah, then you not only do you forget who you are here to be, but you forget with the likeness of who you are in Him, and you forget the image of who you are. Because when we do certain things, we find out a lot about ourselves. And we're the very image of him, the likeness of him. Our true nature, our true essence is him. That's why we naturally want love. We naturally want affection. We naturally want stability. We naturally want to be protected because that's what he does. And so that's what we want. Um, I read 26. If anyone thinks he is religious and does not brittle his tongue but deceives his heart, this person's religion is worthless. Religion that is pure and undefiled before God the father is this to visit visit orphans and widows in their afflictions and to keep oneself a stain, unstained from the heart. So this is what I want you to I don't want you to feel I want you to take this information and I want you to feel convicted by it. Cause nobody's perfect. It says in Romans that nobody's perfect. We all fall short of the glory. Um but what it's explaining to us is to be careful what we say. 
Because the things we say to people, it can hurt our hearts. Because the things that we say come from out of our hearts. So that's a connection. Okay. So if there's a connection, then whatever you're saying and there's hurtful things, that relation or that connection is, is hurt flowing from you to the other person. And it's just and you're just allowing yourself to be a a vessel of um a vessel of bitterness, a, a vessel of just just beating yourself up in a way where you're saying like, man, like this person hurt me, like I wanna hurt them back. But you're being a vessel of wanting to hurt somebody. And that's uh, feeding into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, basically saying is to is to this is teaching us this that is the foundation of it. We're we're not perfect, we're human beings, but he's saying that in order us in order for us to call ourselves Christians, this is how we should act. See this is this, I mean, I wouldn't say act. Like not snack. act being. Yeah, okay, yeah. He, he wants act, to act as a script. It's something that you uh-huh. have to you have to do. He wants to this being. Mm-hmm. Being steadfast. Being humble. This is a state being. Mm-hmm. Um he wants us to be able to have these things automatically. These are things that he wants us to have. Mm-hmm right off the rip because this is going to advance his kingdom. This is going to allow us to take action to want to pour into other people. These are the things, these are not only as a, for individuality, but also for when we go out and we, we conversate with different people. Because mm-hmm. the wrong things draw, throw us off and put us in the wrong situations and bring us to wrong conversations and we're not focused on our purpose. So all I got to say to you is like, be strong, you know, be able to deal with pain, be sacrificial, meaning no matter if God tell you, I want you to spend time with me every day, you may be tired, but you got to be fixed mm-hmm. in the idea of wanting to get close to him. You got to be fixing that. And once you be fixing that and your roots are growing and that love is growing, then He's going to continue to water him, and then over time, it's going to feel. It's going to feel. It's going to feel right. Mm-hmm. It's going to feel. Um, I mean, this is going to. Sorry to interrupt you, but this is going to sound like a stupid question. No, it's not. It's not a stupid question. When, when, when you say fix, mm-hmm. I mean you admit. I mean something. I'm always tired. Like this. That's something. That's all. So when you say you're always tired and fixed, like what do you mean by fixed? Meaning. You told yourself that you want to get close to God, right? Mm-hmm. That's going to be circumstances, there's going to be emotions in your life that's going to try to knock you off mm-hmm. of the idea. Because mostly when we say we want to do something, it comes from our heart as a virtue, it's something important to us. Mm-hmm. And something that's like sleep is important to us, but getting closer to God is more important. Mm-hmm. So you want to be fixed in the idea. Mm-hmm. Because the sleeping is just a physical mm-hmm. first. It's not so spiritual, yeah, I got you. What's really going to help us is the book. This is spiritual. This is the milk. This mm-hmm. is the water to our soul. He wants to be fixing us. Mm-hmm. And then everything else is, is going to be overpowered. Sleep is going to be overpowered because you're going to be so hungry for this. But in order for you to get there, in order for you to actually produce it and slowly get better and better. Because you're getting better right now. Mm-hmm. You're growing right now. Mm-hmm. You became stronger. You became more um, aware of what he wants from you. Mm-hmm. So... All he wants you to do is just implement and do it. 
And see, when you said that, like, I mean, I didn't get what you're saying, and it just hit me that, I mean, it wasn't a stupid question, but I should have gotten it, because, you know, not getting You won't get everything, you won't get everything. Like, one day, you had, like, I'm going to have to lay down and dwell on this and think about it for for next. That's just how I comprehend things. Like, I'll study and study and study, and then, like, the teacher will tell you something, then I'll be like, oh, that's what I studied last night, that's what I meant, and then it'll stick. So I should have I should have known that before I asked you that question because just just some history. My dad is a pastor. Okay, hits twelve. He prays twelve to one. He wakes up and then you know freshen up, take a shower, and brushes his teeth. And then from one to three o'clock, he prays all night. And like I would wake up in the middle of the night out here and pray. Be like, wow, this guy really doesn't sleep. Like, what? How does he? And then I'd wake up again and be like, probably like, I go to, I'd get up at six and I find him sleeping. And then he would wake up. When I wake up, he would record praying. I'm like, and I look at him like, how much time does do you have to pray at night? Like, I mean, I get you have to pray. God is good. God is great. Let us thank Him for our food. Blah blah blah. But like, not not putting it in a bad way. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But like, why? That's why? volume. That's volume to prayer. Prayer is, um, prayer has a lot of volume to it, meaning it extends to multiple situations, experience, and multiple events that are gonna happen in life. So, and it takes time. Um, and when he's praying, probably that's see that's two parts of praying. That's talking to God and that's listening. See. From my experience, listening to God is more um, it's more comforting than talking to him. Mm -hmm. To actually just trying to tell him what I want. Because mm -hmm. when I listen, I stop all my impulsive things. I want to say all the unnecessary things I really don't need to say. Because it's like, he's going to tell me. I could tell him a few things I'm concerned about. But he really wants me to listen first. To, to cross out all the unnecessary concerns. Um... But your father prays like that because prayer is a way to communicate with God. It's like us sitting here. We didn't sit here for 40 minutes. Mm -hmm. So this is basically prayer, if you think about it. It didn't even feel like 40 minutes. Though. This is like prayer with God, though, mm -hmm. where to say your eyes are closed. Mm -hmm. And it is, it, is, it is a deeper level of communion. Mm -hmm. And it's a deeper level of um, communication. So... My only advice to you is to try it, and you will see why he does. He does it for a long time because he's getting, he's getting filled. Mm -hmm. But that's the thing, though. I have a hard time with that. What do you mean? I have. I just hard for explain. Me it's something hard for me to do because, like, okay, I guess you say he, when he prays a lot, that's his way of communicating. And as for me, when I start as my with my prayer, I'm like. Thank you for this day. You're amazing in this. And pe there's people that won't admit to this, and I will because I keep it a buck. That's just how I am. Sorry. I'm not going to hurt your feelings, but as for me, it's when it comes to what I need to say, I'm going to say it in a nice way, but I'll let you know. I won't sugarcoat anything. I'll let you know. As I pray, thank you. You're great. This is what I'm worried about, and what should I do? And then. I start talk. I start praying, and then probably like five minutes later, I start thinking, "Oh my gosh! Earlier, I was on Facetime with my friend. Why did I say that like that? I should have said it this way." 
You know, I lose track that I'm praying. And I know, and you know, a lot of people would blame it on, oh, that's the devil taking my mind away. It is, mm -hmm. but I feed into it. Because you have a decision mm -hmm. of saying, and, you know, I've, I've never always been great. I mean, I've, I've never been, you know, one time when I got baptized, I was filled. Like, I, I couldn't, I couldn't go to sleep without reading my life. I couldn't go to sleep without praying. It's just something that I couldn't have done. Right now, if it happens, it happens. Like last night, it took me three hours to pray because I kept getting off track. You know what I mean? So, it's hard for me to do that because when I pray, it's like a routine. You know, you brush your teeth, you take your shower, and then you put clothes on. Thank you, what I need, please have it done. Good night. You see what I mean? And that's just me keeping it real. I'm not gonna front. That's just how I am. I'm gonna tell you where I'm from bad. That's what I do. So, and as for a prayer, like, and if I stop talking, I can talk in my head, not in my mouth. And if I stop, I just try. Um, well, first, it's how you see it. Because really, we're considered as Christ's bride, right? Think about a bride. Mm -hmm. Like a bride. bride and her husband. Her husband and her are going to do whatever to be patient mm -hmm. for that intimate moment they're going to have. So just so let's say a husband is waiting on his, his bride to get dressed. He's going to take whatever to be in that, in that time away from her and allow his mind to, to, to become um, immersed in the idea of in the moment to come, he's going to be able to embrace her. But he has to get his mindset in, in, in a way where he said, I'm going to be patient. This is important. So I had to set my mind on the thought, well, I don't really feel that I can really take this because it's taking too long. I, don't, I can't concentrate on knowing that I have to wait. So what I'm saying to you is, like, understand that when you're praying, you're, you're gonna, it's going to be certain times when you're going to have to wait on God. You're going to have to just lay there and wait on him to, to just really just feel your body. And also you want to see that something very important. Like a graduation speech you had on a graduation speech. Mm -hmm. You're going to do whatever you, ha you have and prepare for that speech mm -hmm. because it's important. Mm -hmm. So when you, when you approach prayer, make sure your mind is like, this is important. Like, this is something I have to uh, concentrate on. Like, I set my alarm to go to my friend's house mm -hmm. tomorrow. I'm thinking about this all day. I'm focused on this idea. This is important to me. When you face prayer, and you want to communicate with God, understand, like, I have to focus. I don't care what else is going on around me. This is important to me, and I have to be able to focus so I can be able to embrace this. Um, so it's just how you see it. And I would say, sister asking him, saying, God, please put me in a mindset. You know, release any stress from my mind. Re release any anxiety. Release any stress from the day, any pain I feel in my body, anything I'm putting my focus on right now. Say, Holy Spirit, allow me to focus on you wholeheartedly and only you. And to say, this is one thing that's very power powerful to say. Holy Spirit, have your way. Because some we, sometimes we approach prayer and we can be still in our own way. Because we're, we're trying to answer from the day into his presence. Yeah. And then you're tired on top of it. Yeah, so it's really you thinking about your sleep. But if you say, Holy Spirit, have your way, 
Holy Spirit is going to wake you up. Holy Spirit is going to put you in a moment where you're not only are you, you're still going to be comfortable, like you're going to be comfortable just laying there. And it's be, and then also when I meditate, it also prepares me for a deeper sleep. Mm-hmm. You just got to understand that he's going to comfort you. However you're feeling that, and let the Holy Spirit to have his way and to put you in the mindset um, to be calm. Yeah, and when you mean with peace and calm and all that, I, I definitely know what you mean. Because, like, not going to get into detail, but, you know, we had the orientation and you told us all the financial things and, you know, my mind is racing. My mind is like, all right, what am I going to do to come up with this and that and the third? Like, I'm like, you know, and they're like, and people are telling their stories. Like, they're like, you wouldn't believe, like, you wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. Okay, like so much things I used to think like I'm not gonna be able to do this and then I started having faith and then money started popping out of nowhere. I saw n- n- numbers in my bank account and I'm like that's great. Happy to me too. I'm like I'm like that's great, but you got there. Like every what people don't understand is and this is something that when I accomplish my, you know, get out of Christian school this is, and I'm not gonna say it's okay, but everybody comprehends and and take information differently. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You need evidence. You What's need- hard to you might not be hard to me. Mm-hmm. Something like you could say something in a joke, and I know you're joking, but somebody in there might be like, "All right, man, that's not funny." You know what I mean? That's how it is for everyone. Mm-hmm. Everyone comprehends everything differently. You could say one thing and, okay, I'm just gonna use this as an example. Okay, somebody gets shot out here, okay? And me and you were out here and we were watching. They're gonna ask both of us because we were the witnesses at the moment. And me and you might have two different stories. So what really happened was, the guy walked up, shot the person, ran away, and took her purse. And then the kid ran off. And then, as the kid was running off, a car came by, boom, hit him. What happened? They asked you, what happened? Well, we were sitting here in the back came, shot the mom, took the bag, and shot the kid. And then the car stopped. Somebody got out of the car, tried to help the kid. Well, what happened? And I tell them what I saw. You, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we comprehend things differently. So in my mind, okay, that's great for you guys. And no hate or anything. That's good. I want to get to that stage where you're at. I want to have that much faith where... And my dad has told me this a bunch of times. He'd be like, man, I mean... Like, when I was going to nursing school, like he's like, okay, I got to pay your tuition. Your mom's got to buy books. I'm like, all right. And they bought it. They did everything. And then I was like, oh my gosh, dad, I just saw how much money you guys spent. That was a lot of money. Yeah, you wouldn't believe how much money I gained back. Like, I just checked on my phone. There was numbers that I didn't believe that were there. I'm like, okay, there's no way that happened. He's just talking to talk. How does numbers usually pop up? You have to, you know, I'm still stuck on the earthly things. Like, you have to work to get money. It just doesn't come. You you know what I mean? I got you. (laughs) Because that's how I see it. That's how I, like... Money's never been an issue for me. I've always had it. I've always worked, and that's how I always see it. You know what the Spirit's telling me? He's taking you from the so-called natural to the supernatural. Mm -hmm. See, God, everything made from right here, 
He made everything he made for him. It was from his invisible power. See, I want you to tap into what I'm saying right now. This table was made from the invisible power he has. And now you see it right here. Visualize that. So everything in inside of this room or us, us as people were made from the invisible from his invisible supernatural power. So you may feel like everything that has to be made in life has to be something that has to be physical, has to be done yeah. done in, in the present. You gotta you gotta work hard for certain things. But it's like there's a bank account that a bank has for you, and there's a spiritual bank account that guys have for you. Because this is what guys gotta understand. The world is always gonna cut you short. Yeah. See, guys in control. Guys in control of everything. See, this is what you gotta understand. He's in control. He can control anything, anybody. He can tell somebody at the bank right now to put a thousand dollars in your account. They wouldn't have no idea. I don't. I'm not saying I don't believe it will happen. Mm -hmm. It's just like I said. I've never seen it. He's. He's. You don't. Okay. Yeah. And that's that's what fate is. Having hope in things that you've never seen. Yeah, and I've heard that too. They're like, you know, one day somebody gave me a check. Like my dad, we were in uh, we were in a mission trip, and he wrote a check. I'm like, Dad, why are you writing that big of a check to give to a church? I understand giving money. He's like, well, God told me to give it to the pastor that's here. Somebody needs it. He paid somebody to wish him without knowing because the, pa- the pastor messaged him. He's like, hey, you don't know what you just did. We were raising money for this girl to go to college. And you just paid her a whole tuition. Those are things hoped for, but the unseen. But those are still things that we believe that will, that He will bring forth. This is, you gotta understand. We can't see God. This is this is how God operates. Mm-hmm. You want to be able to correlate. You want to be able to understand it wholeheartedly, because nobody can really understand God wholeheartedly. But you gotta understand who God. God is. He's spiritual. Mm-hmm. So you gotta understand how He operates. His power is very dominant. He's in control. He controls every single situation in your life. So I just want to tap I want you to tap in the thought. He's in control of everything. God is more powerful than than the, the president. God is more powerful than the most richest man in the world. You understand what I'm saying? He has access to all things. Not saying that he identifies himself with riches or, or money because yeah. he's far more valuable than riches and money. But he understands certain things in this life. That will allow us to overcome situations in this life. And he's able to have access and to give us those things. Because he knows it's going to bring forth victory, reward, blessings. So I, I don't want you to think about it too much longer. What I want you to do is I want you to meditate on the supernatural. I want you to God explain to my heart. Express in my heart your supernatural powers. Help me to have more faith in you. Teach me how to have faith. Put me in situations in life. I want you to be bold about this situation. I want you to say, God, put me in situations that I have to count on you and show me that I can trust you. Be like, God, put me in a situation where I can I, I can have faith in you. When in a situation where I'm not gonna be dependent on myself, but I'm having wholeheartedly faith in your ability over my ability. And when you say at peace, like I have something last night I'm worried about this and I didn't want to bring it to my parents yet because I just felt like this is something I felt like, and, and this is the thing I know when something spiritually is happening 
It's not that I play dumb. It's just that if God tells me to do something, I'm going to obey it. But at the same time, in my heart, I don't feel like to obey it. But I'm just going to obey him because it's God. Like, my mom would be like, okay, you you got to, you got to, you got to, you know, mow the lawn today. Oh, why me? And then I do it anyways. Because she's my mom, you know? You obey your mom and father. There's just, this is something that I have to do. So I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna tell my parents about this tuition yet because that's, that's just, a part of me wanted me to tell them, a part of me didn't. And I felt like the other part that didn't want me to tell them is the guy because he wants me to, this is the way of me showing him I have faith or not. This is, this is a test. Mm -hmm. So when you say at peace, like, like I told you last night, I was thinking about it, I'm like, okay, so I feel like I definitely need to get a job or like take that loan from the e-school. It's like Esla something could take a loan and then they pay this off and you have to pay it back. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, that's what I'm going to have to do because I'm going to need money every month. If my parents are paying tuition for me, I'm not, they're not going to give me money every month or every Friday or whatever they're planning to do. And then this morning, Pastor Dance, I don't know if you were there or not. Um, I just felt like, and I don't, I hate saying these things because I feel selfish. And I try, if you, if you, if, if you ever go back to my hometown, I try, I try my best not to be selfish. I feel like that sermon, it wasn't just for me, but like, he was speaking to me through him. Because I had so much questions. And... For all those questions, I just got one answer for all of them. And then he came up, he was like, you know, and I started thinking, like, I got baptized already, you know, and I was really young when I got baptized. I was 13, so I was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Like, I was in school, I was known as the church girl. Like, I was walking in school, legit reading my Bible, and everybody was like, you're just, you're weird. Like, why? You don't, you don't see it every day. So they would be like, all right, and then they would come to me and ask, tell me the problems. And it's not like I'd be like, okay, you know, just go away, don't talk to me. And it's like, I give them advice, but I don't know where it comes from. I And I talk to them, and then when I come, it's like something went into me to talk to them about, and then when I come back, I'm just like, wait, what just happened? And then... They'd be like, and I'd always tell them to go to church, and then they didn't like that part, but they liked the part where I gave them the advice on what they should do with them at the moment. That's just getting off track. I'm just showing you where I'm coming from. And then I started hanging out with the wrong people. That's, that's too deep, but I, I had all these talents where I knew how, not how God functioned, because nobody really knows how God functioned because he does things, you know, in ways that no one can imagine. But I knew, you know, I got the just of it. And then, you know, I started hanging out with the wrong crowd and I was looking at my world, that there you go. And then Pastor Dan started preaching this today and, he, and I'm like, I feel like I should get baptized again because I lost, I lost the spark. So I feel like if I get baptized, and that's just me speaking to myself. And I see everyone around me is just worshiping and I'm just sitting there. And then I just start to cry. And it wasn't a cry of sorrow. It was like something that I, I need to get relief of. It was like weight coming off of my shoulders. And he asked us to come up and, and uh, if you need to get right back on track with God. And 
you don't know what you're doing. Like, mind you, I'm I'm not gonna give you my history, but like, I left a good paying job to come here. Like, I I could be home right now. With, I was so like so close to getting my dream car. I saved. I've been saving up for it for for the longest. And then he was like, Bam! I want you to do this. I was like, you kidding me? Like, I'm I'm so close. Just let me let me be. So I'm like. Alright, well, it is what it is, so, but he was like, move up on forward, I mean, fast forward, so I go, and I start praying, and I start crying, and it felt like I got baptized, but not, like, with the water, you know what I mean? Not physically, but spiritually, and, like, I bowed down, and I was crying, and I was like, I was telling him, it stays between us. I mean, basically, I was telling him, you're in control. I need to have faith. How am I going to get this? Huh? Every time I bring money up, he'd just be like, stop. And then I start crying more because I didn't know what to say. But in my heart, I was saying something that I wasn't aware of, that I was saying in my mind. It was just coming naturally. And then when I got up, I just felt like, I felt that peace. And I felt relief. I felt like there was a weight lifted off my shoulder. But my mind didn't want it to come off. You know, my heart was there, but my mind wasn't. So I had to do something to distract myself. So I started listening to, you know, I started listening to gospel. And I'm like, okay, okay. And then I got here. By the time I got here, we started playing game night. So I didn't, I wasn't thinking of it for probably like good seven, eight, nine hours. Like, it was not in my mind until we started talking about this. And I'm like, okay. I'm gonna go to bed, and then when I start, when I know I need to go to bed, that means I'm gonna start thinking about it. So if you didn't stop me, I would have been thinking about it, and that would have put me in the same track that I mean, I'm still at peace. That would have put me in the same track I was last night, which, but I had a lot of questions when I could have just read that. I mean, I just want to show you where I'm coming from here. I understand, and it was just him basically comforting you and letting you know that. I want to comfort to you do this, and I want you to be able to understand that I want to put you in a different mindset. And he he was telling you that, yeah, he wants you to get baptized. He wants you to feel a new peace. He wants you to feel a new dependency. And yeah. it's dependent in his Yeah, but that was not him. That was me telling myself that. And it, and it happened in a matter of, what, 15 minutes? It was the me? Holy Spirit through, through you. Because it's like he was breaking a barrier through you, telling you. Because, like... He was basically allowing you to, to speak it to yourself. And, and you in the atmosphere, of course, and you were in church, and you submitted it when you were crying. Because you could have, if you would have held them tears, and you would let the, mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit really went as flow as, you, as it wanted to, because you didn't really allow it to, to be implanted. Um, but um, I want you to hold that thought. I want you to actually, I don't want you to overthink it. I want you, I want you to meditate tonight so you can get some good sleep. And I want you to be able to. To allow him to speak to you, I want you to listen. Just listen, and he's gonna he's gonna figure out the rest for you. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this Bible study. Um, I appreciate you for everything you do and everything you will do for us. Um, help us to be able to grow stronger in our faith, and allow us to understand that you're more powerful than any technology, any material, anything in this entire world. Because, Lord God, anything compared to you is mediocre, Lord God. Any love, anything we want from this world doesn't have anything on you, Lord God. Help us to be able to come to you first, Lord God. Help us to not panic. Help us to be humble, because being calm in this life is one of the most powerful things you can do. 
being quick to listen and slow to speak and slow to anger, Lord God, is very powerful. And we want to put all our trust in you and only you, Lord God. In Jesus' name, amen.